Welcome to On Air with Kate Butler, where we are revealing life's best kept secrets. Hi there, you're On Air with Kate Butler, and today I'm going to be revealing some of life's best kept secrets when it comes to relationships. And today we're actually going to be digging into some common misconceptions and actually some mishaps when it comes to self-care. So have you ever experienced a difficulty in getting into a effective self-care routine? I have. I'll get into a self-care routine and it will fall flat a week later, two weeks later, a month if I'm super lucky. And what I realized was I was building a self-care routine on a foundation that wasn't healthy and wasn't stable. And so I want to dig into this today and explain exactly what I mean by this. Valentine's Day is coming up. Everyone's talking about relationships and love and connection. And we all know that in order to have a successful relationship, our relationships have to start with ourself first and foremost. But how do we effectively do that? So I've been using this four-part system for the last eight years. Uh, This was something that I discovered as I was really devouring personal development, personal growth books, really getting into this and studying this at at a very deep level. Um, I began doing this about eight years ago. And, And for those of you who know my history, you know that Um, I was very into this kind of material in college as well. Um, I mean, really all of my life, you know, you you know, I was one of those people who innately thought, you know, the things that the secret then put into language, right. Many, many years later. And I, I read, I picked up that book when it came out and I was like, oh my gosh, someone else actually talks like this too. Someone else actually thinks like this, right. Nobody taught me how to think that way. No one explained the law of attraction to me, but it was just something that was innately part of my being my entire life. I always understood how that worked at a very deep level, right? And the secret was the first thing that really allowed me to say, okay, wow, you know, did there, I, I'm not making this up, right? Like this is a real thing. Um, somebody has put language around all the thoughts that I thought in my mind, my whole life. Right. But, you know, into high school, I got, you know, dabbled in the material. And then once I got to college, I really started to put the pieces together. I studied feng shui and I studied personal development And then I just continued that journey into my adult life. But about eight years ago, I got really serious into it, right? There was a lot of things going on in my life. um, And I was self-sabotaging at a very, very deep level. This was right after I had children. I was, um, had severe depression, severe postpartum depression. um, And I didn't realize it. I didn't even know it. All I knew is that my life was blowing up all around me and I was the person blowing it up. But it, it was that awareness to say, okay, one day I sat down and I went, I'm the common denominator, right? It cannot be everyone else, right? It can't be that this person did that to me and this person, you know, didn't act the way that I thought they should. And this person said something and I took it the wrong way. And, you know, that person, you know, did something wrong over here. Like it cannot be everyone else. Like if you have a problem, if you always have a problem with someone in your life, 
I promise you it's not them. It's you. You have to take a look inside, right? It is not them. It is you. Also, if you always have a problem, right, then it's an indicator that you are, your emotions are indicating to you that you are off course, right? So I understood this, but I allowed myself through my depression, through becoming a new mom, through all these outside circumstances, I allowed myself to get caught up in it. And I had to take a step back and realize I am the common denominator and what am I going to do about it? So I started studying personal development, personal growth, all of this beautiful work uh, about eight years ago, as I mentioned, and I dove right into it. But not only did I dive into it, not only did I deeply study it, not only did I deeply connect with the material, but I was putting it all into action as I was devouring the information, okay? And so, you you know, I'm a really big action taker. Um, I will act first and and speak later, right? Um, And so this is exactly what I did in this forum as well. This four-part system I began to do, and again, this is something that happens really natural, right? It's a very organic process um, when you are uh, going through your own personal transformation uh, journey. And I looked back and I realized I kept going back to this four step process when I felt off course in my own life. And when I felt off course in my own life or when I felt off course with relationships, I started to realize it was because I was first off course with myself. So therefore I wasn't able to show up in my relationships completely and fully with a full heart, right? And so of course they were beginning to get off course too. So let's start to walk through what this four part system is um, and you know, really kind of dig in and unpack this so that this is something that may work for you as well. And so what I realized is that, hmm, when I was in a, a, a dark place in my life, I realized that I spent more time courting other people, dating other people, investing in other people, um, showing up for other people than I did for myself. So who out, who out there right now can relate to that, right? Like all of us on some level, if we're being honest with ourselves. And I was showing up and pouring all of this into other relationships. And I went, oh my gosh, it's like, I've never even taken the time to get to know myself. I've never even taken the time to like date myself. I've never even taken the time to like commit to myself. How can I expect to be committed to this other person, right? Like speaking of my husband in this scenario. So I said, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm actually going to go through the steps of figuring out who I am before I figure out who I am in this relationship. And so the first thing that I did when, and this is part one, right? Part one is that I had to figure out like, you know, when you're dating or when you, before you even start dating someone, let's just say that you're interested in someone. When you are at that phase in the relationship, you are asking questions, right? You're figuring this person out. You're saying, what do we have in common? right? What are you interested in? What do you enjoy doing? What do you like doing? You're just trying to get to know who this person is, right? Like, do I even want to go on a date with this person? Do I even want to start dating this person? Do I even want to invest any energy in this person? These are all the questions we would ask ourselves, right? 
So those are the questions I began to ask my own self. And I started to journal about it. I would think about these questions. I would meditate on these questions. And I would ask myself, like, you know, what would a perfect day look like for you? Right. And I would spend like a week answering that question in my journal. I would say, you know, what, what do you enjoy doing now, right? Like what you enjoyed doing five years ago is totally different. Like when was the last time you actually sat down and said, what do you enjoy now? What are your interests now, right? What are you connected to now? This changes all the time, but I hadn't asked myself that question in so long. So I didn't even know who I was. So I was spending a lot of time reflecting, right? What do you want? What are your interests? What do you desire deeply in this moment, right? What do you want for your life at this stage in the game? What do you want to allow in? What are you no longer available for, right? That was a big one for me because I was like, you know what? I have shifted. I have changed. And all of these things that I used to be available for, I just don't have time for that anymore, right? Like I am no longer available for those types of conversations and I'm no longer available to waste that kind of time. And I'm no longer available to go to the grocery store (laughs) and spend three hours doing that every week. I am only available now to order them online and have them delivered, right? I mean, I'm laughing, but that's a real thing. But seriously, what are you no longer available for? So part one is just to begin to explore yourself, your interests, your desires, right? Your ideal situations and scenarios and experiences, your ideal day, your ideal vacation, your ideal relationships, your ideal weekends, your ideal Friday night, your ideal Wednesday night, right? How do you want to wake up feeling every morning? What is it going to take you to get there? So stage one is really all about devouring all of those questions that you haven't asked yourself in a really long time. And it is about reflecting on them. It is about asking them. It is about thinking. I'm a big thinker. I, I, you know, my team knows Monday's my thinking day. Okay. So I don't take any calls on Mondays. Rarely. I rarely take a call on Monday. I, uh, I don't uh, answer a lot of emails on Monday and I am thinking, I'm thinking that day. Like I need space. I need time. I mean, this is something that I came up with in this process, right? I need time to process. I need time to think about what is next. I need time to create. Right. Um, and so I, I was able to get to that when I gave myself this time to ask the questions, but I also took action in step one. I put pen to paper or pencil to paper or typing out if that's your thing, right? Or speaking it out, right? Speaking it to into your phone, um, speaking it out to a friend, right? Whatever works for you, but taking some kind of action. We, we have to get it out of our head, right? And into some type of physical form for it to start taking movement, okay? Hear that again. We have to get it out of our head, right? And into some physical form in order for it to start taking movement. So whatever that form is for you, speaking it, writing it, sharing it in some way, okay? This is going to be in a very important part of the first phase of this, okay? Now we're getting to phase or step two. So now that I've discovered and figured out what my interests are, I'm like, okay, well, this person's pretty cool. (laughs) 
hopefully you think that, right? If not, go back to phase one and, and do it until you think this person's pretty cool. Okay, so now I'm saying, okay, I want to get to know you more. Because now that I have scratched the surface, I've asked the appropriate questions to start bubbling up those things. I'm in phase two and I'm saying, I want to start dating you. Think about this. Hey, we spend all this time dating other people. We get pretty, we do our, like I did my hair today. I'm wearing my heart sweater because it's a Valentine's Day episode, right? I have a little bit of makeup on, right? I got ready today. Like this is what I would do if I was going out on a date. And so are you doing that for yourself, right? Like I would be thinking about the person. I might write a love note. I might send something to them or I might go out shopping and I see something and it makes me think about them. And so I wrap up a little gift, right? I might make a special appetizer that I know is their favorite. I might get a, a special um, cocktail or a special bottle of champagne if I know that that's something that they would enjoy if I'm dating someone, right? Okay. So we're shifting, we're shifting to dating ourselves. How often are you being thoughtful, kind, uh, appreciating yourself, right? At that deep level where you're going a little bit extra, right? You're doing a little bit extra work or you're taking that extra mile or being a little bit extra in the, in the thoughtfulness category, right? How often are we doing this with ourselves consciously? We are saying, I am actually going to go to the chocolate store and get myself a box of chocolates, right? My favorite candy. So I can indulge and treat myself, right? Because I know it's something that I'll enjoy. Now, is this something we're going to recommend to do every week? No, absolutely not, right? It's an intentional act of being thoughtful and kind to yourself. It's an intentional act of saying, I appreciate myself and I love myself and I want to show myself, right, that we, I can experience joy and I can indulge, right? And it's this act of just doing something very special that you normally wouldn't do, right? Like if you're always running yourself a bubble bath, then that's not special, right? That's not going out of your way. That's not putting thought into it like you would if you were dating someone. But if you never draw yourself a bubble bath, right? Like maybe that's something to consider. Spend some time, relax, put some essential oils in there, right? And so what, are, what is something that you can do in phase two and phase two, you know, lasts for a few weeks, right? Like once a week for the next month, you know, after, of course, you've completed phase one and you've asked those questions and you got yourself thinking about, you know, what you really desire and enjoy right now. Like, who are you now in this moment? How can you honor that? Now we're moving into phase two and saying, okay, now that I have started to understand who you are, I want to appreciate who you are. I want to appreciate who you are. And I'm going to take action <clears throat> to show you how much I appreciate you. Okay. So what can you do? Can you get buy yourself some special pens to be writing in your journal, right? If that's your jam, get yourself a new meditation pillow, like whatever. It doesn't matter um, what it is. It just has to honor who you are, something special that you would not normally take the time to do right? You normally wouldn't take the effort to do. You normally wouldn't spend the money to do. It doesn't have to be a lot of money, right? It doesn't even have to be any money, but just taking the time and the thought behind it 
This is what is most important. So when you start doing this, when you start paying attention to yourself, asking yourself these questions, allowing yourself the time and the space to answer these questions, and then you start taking action to appreciate yourself, all of a sudden you're building this relationship muscle with yourself. This is where self-love stems from, right? We can't just say, put up a meme and say, hey, don't forget about your self-care this week. Don't forget about self-love not where it stems from. You have to go back a little bit. You got to unpack that. You got to dig a little bit deeper so that when you start these acts of self-love, self-care, they stick, they resonate with you at a deep level because you've done the work to prepare for that, right? Okay. So in phase two, right, you're showing that appreciation. You're dating yourself. How would you show up for someone that you were dating? What would you say to someone that you were dating? Say that to yourself, right? Leave yourself a love note. Leave yourself a love text. Write yourself a love email, right? I don't care if it feels silly. Do it anyway, (laughs) right? Because we are dating ourselves. We are showing ourselves how much we love and appreciate who we are, who we've become, who we are in this moment. How long has it been since we've done that? And now that we're moving into phase three, we've dated ourselves, right? For a couple of weeks now, we've done these special things. We've been thoughtful. We've shared these beautiful words with ourselves. We've told ourselves how much we love and appreciate ourselves. And now all of a sudden we're ready to be like, okay, I'm ready to make that commitment now, right? Because I've I've now understood who this person is and I was interested in them phase one. And then I dated this person, right? And I did special things and got even closer and had the conversations and said the words. And now we're out of phase two and we're saying, okay, right. We've done now this work. We've laid this foundation of getting to know somebody and dating someone. And now I'm ready to make the commitment in phase three, right? Be someone that you want to make a commitment to. Show up as someone that you want to make that commitment to. But you have to know your, yourself first before you want to make a commitment to yourself. And that's why we have to do phase one and phase two. So by the time we get to phase three, we say full body, yes. Full body, yes. I'm in this now. This is someone that deserves to be taken care of. This is someone that deserves to be loved. This is somebody that deserves self-care. This is somebody that deserves appreciation. This is someone that deserves to be thought about, thoughtfulness, right? We're making a commitment to ourselves, just like we would make a commitment to our partner. So now all of a sudden we're showing up differently in our relationship to ourselves. And we can now start to establish a healthy, right? A healthy, loving rhythm Versus committing to ourselves and getting into a rut or committing on unhealthy, on unhealthy foundation, right? We've all been in those relationships before too, but that's not what this one is. We've done the work. We have unpacked it. We have set the healthy foundation. And so now we're getting into a loving rhythm with ourselves in this commitment on that beautiful, healthy, loving foundation that we've built. So now we can continue to keep the things that we've done in phase one and phase two that we like, that we enjoy, right? 
not all the time, but remembering to do those special things, but also getting into this really now comfortable, loving relationship with ourselves that now feels healthy. It feels full. It feels complete, right? And now this is a place that we want to remain and stay in, which brings us to our final phase, which is phase four. And this is actually where self-care comes into play, right? This is saying, what do we want to do to continue to be in this healthy place of com- that we've committed to? What do we want to do to continue to be in this healthy place that we have committed to? And I'm going to say, I want to do this piece of self-care to move forward, right? I'm going to work out X amount of times a week, right? I'm going to make sure that I have meaningful conversations with friends, you know, four times a month. I am going to make sure that I have a me day at least twice a month, right? I'm going to make sure that I am present for my children when they come home from school. I am going to make sure I get out on a date night, right? At least, you know, once a week, whatever it is for you to continue to fill yourself up. I'm going to read a book, right? I'm going, I'm going to read a book that doesn't have to do with business, right? Just to allow myself some creativity, some time, some me time, right? Filling my cup up that doesn't have anything to do with anything else. And this final stage of self-care is to continue to love yourself. So every time you feel like you're off balance, you're off course, you can always go back to say, who am I now, Right? What would my ideal day look like now? And how has that shifted? Because we're always growing, we're always changing, and it is always shifting. If you haven't done this inventory lately, it's time to do it now, right? If you've been actually in a committed relationship with a partner now for a year or longer, if you're married, if you're in a relationship, if you're committed to a partner and you haven't evaluated your relationship like this in over a year, it's time. You both have changed. You both have changed in the last year. It's time to say, what are you interested in now? What brings you joy now, right? Date them again, figure out your new healthy commitment. And then what can you do lastly in stage four to continue to keep that healthy commitment going? But it takes all of these steps. So date yourself first, commit to yourself first, be in a healthy ongoing relationship with yourself first. And then begin to do this with all the other relationships in your life. And this is how you truly begin to thrive in not only your own life, right? Like your happiness, your pure inner joy, right? Your optimum, your optimum success, truly, right? Starts with the relationship with yourself, And this will automatically begin to filter into the other relationships that you have in your life as well. Take it a step further, take them, take your relationships through these phases and you will see a shift in the amount of love and joy that you experience in your life. So fun being with you today. It has been absolutely amazing. And I wish you an absolutely beautiful day. Talk with you soon. 
Thank you so much for listening today. I would love to connect with you on social and you can find me on Instagram and Facebook under Kate Butler Books. If you're interested in accessing some life-changing tools and techniques, you can grab those right off of the homepage of my website for free. And that is katebutlerbooks.com. And you can always check back here to download new episodes from our podcast right here where you listen today. Until next time, thank you for making this world a better place just by being you.